You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you, you just, just want to ask your mom. mom. Hey, welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Renee Sproles. And I'm Bonnie Blaylock. Well, okay, people, it's flu season and winter, and we know you're going to have some days where you're stuck indoors because of weather or being under the web weather. It happens, right? Yep. Or maybe you have too many little kids and you just cannot with a Walmart run. <laughs> it is not <laughs> worth finding those extra shoes and coats and snacks and sippy cups. We get that too. Yep. So this episode is for you to think about before it happens. Prepare yourselves. Gird your loins. <laughs> Suffering is always easier when it's not a surprise, right? We are here to help you figure out what to have on hand at all times so you're prepared for these sorts of days and not pulling your hair out in desperation. Right. When I was a kid, my best friend and I used to play what we would call Journey with our plastic briar model horses. We would create these elaborate soap opera stories for them, and they'd travel in families, pulling their little wagons full of supplies across the tundra, facing wolves and other dangers. <laughs> we had to be sure that they had all they needed in their wagons so that they would survive the trek. Well, that is you. <laughs> and that, my friends, is motherhood in a nutshell. <laughs> That's right. That is totally right. So, yes, here is what you need to have in your wagon, a.k.a. your home, at all times. So, number one, your non-negotiable beverages. That's coffee, tea, your favorite creamer, what have you. Right. Don't get caught with a week of coffee-less snow days. It will not be pretty. You don't want to do that. And really, if you can learn to make your magical Starbucks drink at home, you are going to just have five yourself endlessly for all the dollars you're saving. Oh, so many dollars. Yeah. So many. Okay. And then pantry staples. So what is a fun thing that all kids love to do when they're stuck inside? Making make cookies. cookies. Right? <laughs> so the worst thing that can happen after you offer, hey, kids, let's make cookies, is that you are missing something that's a key ingredient. So all pantries should always have flour, sugar, baking soda, vanilla, chocolate chips, and then eggs and butter in the fridge. Right. So keep those on hand, especially these winter months. Oh, Renee, you have yeah. like, you have just experienced a magical pantry transformation. Yes. Which is the envy of all. Um, and you have a pantry system where you can actually see what you have, right? Right. So before, this was David's gift to me for Christmas, was a professional pantry organization. I have a big walk-in pantry. Mm -hmm. And before they came, they said, now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pull everything out and we'll, we're going to stage it in like groupings of like items, okay, uh, categories, kind of things. And we're going to make a pile of the expired items. And you can tell us, we don't have to pitch them, but we usually pitch some of them. And I said, oh, I'm not going to have expired items. Oh. I am on top of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a responsible homeowner, mother, wife. How, how many words did you eat that day? I, I, I went on and on in my head with this. I was like, there's, there's going to be nothing to throw away. Bonnie? This is so satisfying to hear. <laughs> I am taking such <laughs> perverse satisfaction in having this admission right now. Not only were there expired items, there was an entire garbage bag and not a kitchen garbage bag. 
the black ginormous 35 uh gallon ones from your garage garbage bag of expired like very expired like specialty items you know you buy for that right the one recipe for the for the bolivia meal we're gonna have (laughs) when we have you guys over for dinner right like those items yeah the special gluten-free blah 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 (laughs) that i got to make one thing for somebody so yeah, it, it was it was humbling, but no, but that's what showed me when she came in and did that. What it showed me was like how much easier it is to deal with less stuff, which I knew in other parts of my house. Yeah, yeah, I know it's just so hard, especially if you have more than one grocery shopper. Oh, who like puts extra things in your pantry? <laughs> Looking you at shall you. not be named. You did it too. But Bob. when you have see through jars, glass jars, or containers that you can actually see oh oh the flower's getting low rather mm-hmm. than that crumbled up bag in the back of the pantry then then you're less likely to run out of your pantry staples yeah so and i love yeah, that my flour and pantry. sugar and yes. all that is in glass and labeled with a label maker i know it's so it really looks good it's so stuff, it's the stuff of dreams yeah really. so really i mean that would be a great i'm stuck at home thing to do mm-hmm. like just have the kids help you like pull everything out and that was a pro tip too: pull everything out before you put it back in right like, don't just try to re- resort with everything half in there and half out. Whew, that's a job. She had six-foot tables, you know, like in my kitchen lined up wow. to stage everything on. It was it was a journey. So what are we going to put in that pantry? Stuff for waffles and pancakes, applesauce, fruit snacks, crackers, ginger ale, Sprite for upset tummies. That was a special treat. Yep. Like, what? Like, ginger ale really doesn't have ginger in it, let's be honest. <laughs> but it does help your upset tummy. <laughs> and bread for toast, of course. And what else, Bonnie? Yep, popcorn. Because if you're stuck inside, you're going to be hanging on the couch watching movies. We always made sure we had tortilla chips and queso. That oh, was our special bad good. for you treat. Yeah, depends on. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's different, so make sure you have that in there. And then I would say treats that are stashed for nine one ones like these, rather than the stuff they get on the regular. So maybe some little rice krispie treats, or marshmallow fluff, or hot chocolate. Some of those little cakes in a mug, stuff like that. That is not something they know about the, yeah or like the, ma- the microwave mac and cheese in a cup that's so splurgy oh yeah you know that kind of fun stuff yeah yeah um and what about batteries this was an interesting thought so when your kids are inside and stir crazy this is when you can use the toy rotation system that you've already set up <laughs> because you're on top of your life and pull out some new to them toys that they haven't seen in a while and if they need batteries we always we generally the toys that we had required either um Double A's yep. or C. So I just kept a lot of those on hand. Mm-hmm. We have a whole drawer at our house. It's actually a whole section of drawers. I have like a little library card catalog thing in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, it's just full of batteries because I can't tell you how many times we've woken up in the middle of the night with that mm-hmm. smoke alarm going off mm-hmm. that requires a, a D battery. Who has that? Or 9 volt or something random. Um, and you're not going to Walgreens in the middle of the night. You're just going to get a baseball bat and <laughs> Knock that thing off the ceiling. ceiling. So, yeah, we just have all kinds of batteries. And then um, my dad used to have a battery charging station, too, like inside his pantry. So if any of you had batteries that were going low, you could still get extra juice out of them. Yeah. And the the little bitty, like um, the disc kinds. The disc. There's so many different sizes now. Yeah. And those are the ones that are going to fit in your digital thermometer if you've got a sick one at home Mm -hmm. and you don't want that to go on the blink. So. Do, do moms Jesus. even keep glass and mercury thermometers anymore? I don't think so. I can still feel that under my tongue, that cold glass. Uh-huh. 
No, they're too. I think they're too dangerous because they they break. They're so dangerous. And there's glass. They're not dangerous. And then there's heavy metal mercury everywhere. Oh my goodness! You know, break it back. I want one. I'm gonna go look on Amazon after we finish well, we this episode. To, we had. Can you not remember breaking the the glass thermometer and the mercury going everywhere and no, it beads on the floor? Not and then a you, single then one. You play with it and now you have heavy metal in your skin. <laughs> that explains a lot about me, actually. <laughs> So don't get those. Get the digital kind. Oh, I did not do that, but I do have some fillings that probably need to go. Uh, all right. Medicines. So the last thing you want to do when you have a sick child is run to the pharmacy or drugstore. Actually, I remember us doing this. Ugh. It's not fun. No. It's not fun. So just keep on hand your general Tylenol, ibuprofen, cough medicine, Band-Aids, Gas-X, Orgel, Claritin, Benadryl. Yeah. You can... Um Treat these like something else on your grocery list and check the expiration dates when they're low, especially when you're not thinking that you're needing them. That's exactly when you're going to need them. Mm -hmm. Just put them on your grocery list as a regular thing. And you can get them in bulk at Sam's or Costco's or BJ's. Um, same is true for feminine products or diapers or wipes, all of which you don't want to be without on a snow day or if you're stuck inside. Yep. And for you crunchy moms who just cringed at the list we mentioned, you can keep these kinds of things on hand. Vitamin D drops, zinc, magnesium, bone broth in your freezer, saline nasal spray, hot and cold packs, Kleenex. And just remember, mild fevers are a good indication that the immune system is doing its job to mm -hmm. ensure the immune system takes the appropriate action against the offending virus or bacteria. So don't take Tylenol unless you have to. Right. Um, it's also a good idea if you have pets to have Benadryl and hydrogen peroxide on hand, um, dogs in particular, because it might save you an emergency vet visit. This is just from being married to a veterinarian, uh -huh. I know the emergency calls we've gotten. Those things will help them throw up if they've eaten a chocolate or some other thing that they're not supposed to we've get into. Been on the phone with your husband, and he talked Houston through, and that's how what they're going to tell dose. you. Yep. Give them either Benadryl for an allergic reaction or hydrogen peroxide. So, yeah, there you go. Yep, you're welcome. Uh, also, you want to think about nebulizer or inhaler supplies if you're dealing with breathing issues in a kid, or and or a good humidifier with a fresh filter. We had to use those on several occasions. Remember sitting in the bathroom all steamy oh, and yeah. yucky and croup, that awful yeah. cough. And also, so you're not fumbling around in the middle of the night, take a minute to jot down the appropriate dosage instructions and tape it to the inside of your medicine cabinet so it's handy. Or a Bonnie, mm -hmm. you can put it on a note on your phone. You could. You could. <laughs> <laughs> we just went through this today. Y'all have mercy on me. <laughs> I didn't. I literally did not even think about that <laughs> because I'm thinking I'm so old school. Oh my gosh. Uh, we were trying to book some more interviews and we can't even book them because why? She doesn't have her paper calendar with her. Not that there's anything wrong with that. When the EMP hits, I'm going to know where I'm supposed to be and you're, you're going to be lost. One. You're the only one that's going to know. Okay. Oh. So um, don't throw away those dosage cups or syringes when you're done with them. Go ahead and sterilize them and keep them on hand because if you have more than one sick kid at a time, that yeah. way you're not sharing germs. I love those syringes. I think they're fun to play with in the bathtub when Poor you're kind of past that. Babies. Yeah. Is that what you're doing in the bathtub uh -huh. these days? Yeah, play the syringe. <laughs> okay. No, you give them to your kid to play with in the bathtub. That's fun. Do you uh, All right. And you, when an illness had run through your household, you'd Clorox everything? Oh, gosh, yes. Wipe down the doorknobs and the yeah. TV remote and all that kind of good stuff. Fridge handle. And then everybody got a new toothbrush. That's probably really smart because I, I did not do that at ew. all. 
I just think that's just a germy just, toothbrush. Yeah, I was like exposure. Work harder, body. Uh, <laughs> build your immune system. Build it up. Build it up. <laughs> oh, me. Okay, so what yeah. are you going to do if you're stuck at home? Yeah, the first couple of days might be fine, right? Might be a nice welcome it's vacation. exhilarating. Relax. You put, just sit around in your pajamas. You watch a movie. I would, I've would. tried to look up the brain science on this when you get an unexpected like surprise. Uh-huh. And there is a lot of stuff that's happening in your brain. Sometimes, you know, surprises are not fun. Like somebody jumps out from behind a door. Right. Right. Surprise. But it is like, you know, that feeling, whether we know exactly what's going on in our bodies or not. It's such a fun experience to just have the slate wiped totally clean for the day. Somebody to call, hey, you don't have to come in today. Oh, Oh, awesome. Awesome. So good. Well, if if you're not sick, then that's a good thing. Yes. So if you're at home, uh, if it's like weather and not illness that has you at home. But even when it was illness with one of my kids, it's kind of just made us slow down. I didn't like that they were sick, but I did like the pace. Right. That we had to keep. And they're so much sweeter when they're sick because Mm. they just want to be still and quiet and snuggle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's something fun about sick days. Um, This will not surprise you that I made mine still do math and English. (laughs) No. But you can lay there and read. You can. <laughs> yes, you can. So it also will not surprise you that they asked to go to my mother's house. <laughs> when Nana, they were sick. Granny will save us. Grandma will save us. Right. So remember, if you're not homesick and it's just weather and you got a day off or whatever from snow days, there is no such thing as bad weather. So you can go outside. Yes. Take a tip from all those Nordic countries who are out in the weather with their babies. Or they park their babies outside for mm-hmm. naps mm-hmm. in the freezing cold. They sure do. Bundled up, of course. But of yeah. course. Yes. But it's not going to hurt you or your kids a bit to jump in some puddles or get muddy or walk in the snow. Dottie Lou was outside yesterday. It was freezing, but she wanted so badly to be outside, and she was so happy. Yeah. She would pop back in when she was cold, warm up for like 30 seconds, Yeah, and then go right back out. There's fun stuff out there, things to, things to see and do. So with older kids, obviously, you've got your stash of board games and books. You can do some scavenger hunts. We used to do this a lot. I used to make up little poems of rhyming things around the house, and they'd have to go find um, know what it was referring to and solve the clues and go find things. That was always fun. Um, that sounds really fun. How clever. Because I'm a fun mom and you, I would do fun You things. are very fun. You're a very fun and outside-y, yes. outside-ish mom. True. You can also play music. That changes the mood of the house. If everyone's getting grumpy and dumpy, then just put on some fun dance music. I know several young moms who tell me they play seeds, family worship, when mm-hmm. the, when everybody starts to droop. They're like, oh, no. They <laughs> We need some scripture up in here. That's right. <laughs> Changing the mood. Um, you can tackle a closet. Like I said, tackle that pantry. Yeah. Or maybe it's a good time to go through some clothes and see what they've outgrown. Uh, you can do science experiments with household items. We have a video of Houston making this, I don't know, it was goo. Oh, yeah. You know, that, and you could punch it and yeah. it was hard as a rock. But then if you pressed slowly into it, your hand would sink down in. Yeah, there's all kinds of weirdo stuff like that. That was there's a life metaphor in there too. <laughs> That's true. You can get all <laughs> philosophizing with your kids about that. That's true. So okay. all that stuff's on YouTube and Pinterest. Oh yeah, you can find all kinds Look of fun things on there. Um, if your kids are younger, I would suggest still having some structure to your day so it doesn't degenerate into complete aimlessness and destruction. 
I love how you put that. I'm just a fan of, I mean, yes, you're still at home and you're still having a flexible schedule and all of that stuff. But if you divide this day into your 20 or 30 minute segments or an hour, depending on how old they are, have kind of a rough schedule to work through, then you're not losing your mind when it's just, I'm bored and I don't know what to do. I really, I, I lived this way. Not just, on, I mean, I lived, Me too. In, I lived my life in 30 minute segments mm-hmm. and, and then I, you know, I, it might be 30 minutes with me, but then there's like 30 minutes. Right. You know, on a blanket with some toys while sure. I'm doing something else. And then 30 you get minutes, 30 minutes of a video or you get 30 yes. minutes of, yeah. Craft time, mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Yeah. I lived in 30 minute increments. And, um, if you're home because your child is sick, then yeah, don't try to get too much done. Just roll with it. See what they need. And make them read and do math. Maybe they just want to take a nap and feel better. That's okay, too. They got a nap. (laughs) And math and English. (laughs) And Bible. All right. Or you could just (laughs) snuggle and rest and do nothing. That's fine, too. Oh, me. That was a really bad idea. I got to agree with my children on that one. (laughs) What was I thinking? Trying to read with a fever. Your eyes are burning. Yeah. <laughs> are you really remembering anything? It's kind of just... like military school around here Ooh. in some ways. Okay, so these are some fun things to have on hand before times when you need extra help. Okay, I love this first suggestion: a dress-up box. So so fun, right? That so we talked about adding this to um, adding to this kind of a box throughout the year in our Christmas episodes just recently. Mm-hmm. So when they're home on a snow day, is excellent time to pull it out if you're. Are, are your kids old enough to do a skit? Then you can act out a Bible story or nursery rhyme. And before you toss or donate your old purses or hats or scarves or shoes, just stick them in the dress-up box. Yeah. I mean, honestly, old, like, gowns, mm-hmm. you know, satiny, fancy gowns mm-hmm. and scarves and all the fun things. Halloween costumes, costume jewelry. Yeah. <gasps> I w- just thought that was divine when I was a little kid. Yep. My so grandmother's fun. pop uh, yeah, costume jewelry. It just encourages fun and imaginative play. And it's it's long. Like yes. it can go on and on for hours. Oh yeah. So we just have a tea win-win. party set out. Like the Emma's the original, the OG tea party set was porcelain and it eventually broke. You know, all the little pieces one by one broke. So then we got a new one, but she was almost too old for it, so mm-hmm. it didn't really get much use. So that's the one we have now. Mm-hmm. And I set it out and when kids come over, like Literally, we just put water in it, and I've had little girls come over, and we just played and played and played and played and played tea party, a million different iterations, a million different flavors of tea. That's fun. You can you can it, incorporate the dress up box and the tea party and have it be even better, a fancy it, dinner party. Oh, it was, and they had brought just a, a little teeny little bit of candy, and we put it on the plates, and that was yep. our dinner. <laughs> It just went on and on. And I, I was like, wow, I'm just, you just kind of forget how long they can go with that. And yeah. it was screen free. Even better. So good. Even better. So awesome. Okay. You can also do crafts. If you're brave enough, you can do paints, which we used to do. Okay. I could do paint. You can clean it up. If it can be cleaned up, it's fine. Or you could do those paint with water books, which are really easy. I do love those. Any kid can do that. The color wonder Crayola stuff that didn't mess up your clothes. Glitter though. 
No, the only no way, glitter. The only way glitter was coming in my house was in a glue stick, embedded in glue, where uh, it would not go everywhere. Even that. Eh, thanks for playing. We're not <laughs> using glitter. No. <laughs> so see, I went. I'm okay. One for Renee. <laughs> I I allowed glitter in the form of glue. All right. So paper. So cabinet of paints, different markers, construction paper, glue, yarn stickers. But really, I had a, I had a whole container of paper. So like the different colored yeah. papers, the different weights. Yep. You can just do a million different things with it. And if you have, um, you can buy rolls of paper too, like the butcher kind of paper. Oh, I would go to the news journal, the daily news journal. Yeah. And we... buy their end rolls of newsprint. Oh, that's fun. It was real fun. I don't even know. We, people don't buy newspapers I bet you can't do anymore. that anymore. I don't no. know. Moms, if you can go do that still. But it, they were free or almost free, like a dollar. That's awesome. It That's was very fun. Pro tip. That is definitely pro tip. Yeah. So with paper, you can do rubbings from things in the yard, right? Oh, Leaves yeah, and rocks right. and bricks and things like that. Um, or you can trace and cut out shapes or use cookie cutters to trace and cut out and then decorate the cookies with mm. your awesome glitter glue stick. Love that. We didn't do that. That was that sounds really fun though. And then there's market marble tracks and magnet tiles, both of which are big fun. They are. Houston and I loved doing the marble tracks. Yeah, we did too. Magnet train. tiles were. We didn't really have those train tracks. If you have any of the little. Um, oh my goodness! Yes, Tom's the train engine kind of things. Those are fun. Take it off the train table and put it all around the house. All or around matchbox the house. cars all around the house. Yes. Uh, which brings me to. Painter's tape, which is a miracle wonder thing. It doesn't damage any surfaces. So you can make a giant hopscotch grid on the floor or little car roads or train tracks all through the floor on your hardwood and it doesn't doesn't hurt anything. And have you seen the reels with the baby toys yes. with painter's tape? And then yes. their fine motor skills are trying to pull the tape off. Yes. Put them in a high chair and put, yeah. stick their toys down with painter's tape. And that's just a, yeah, time consuming activity for them to use their little pincher grip. So, and have you seen the the reels where they put a like old and um like an old dead cell phone and then like a baby toy on the tray and they always they reach for the cell phone mm-hmm. and they put like a hairbrush and a child's ball and they reach for the hairbrush they put they never want the toy right it's the point the real is thing. it's the real thing that they want yeah just grab some painters tape and some real things that's not going to hurt them that's fun tape that's it fun. down yeah keys whatever yeah and then there's water play so. Yeah. One of the principles when your kids are restless and fussy, put them in water or take them outside. <laughs> so this falls under put them in water. The bathtub's a great container for younger kids. Do bath at a different time than usual. You can use bath crayons, bath fizzies, chalk. All that stuff is is um, used up. So I love to put them in Christmas stockings because I don't feel like I'm oh. junking up my kid's house. Right. Because they're going to use it at yeah. some point during yeah. the year. So, so many things can go in the bath. Your, your Tupperware, measuring cups, your spoons. Doll clothes can wash and hang dry in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. All kinds of plastic toys. You can get some plastic travel containers from the dollar store. Spray bottles and squirt bottles. Oh, I love to squirt water. Yeah. Why is that so fun? I don't know. <laughs> I can it still remember it. feels like such a grown-up thing. But if you can do it in the bathtub and fill it back up again, squirt it on the wall. So good. That's awesome. Yeah. So nobody says you have to do bath in the evenings every Every no. time. Do it in the middle of the day if they're getting restless. Mm-hmm. Do it in the morning if you're, yeah, running yeah. out of things to do. Or you can use a kitchen sink for water play, which mm. we used to do. So as long as you have a pretty sturdy stool they can reach up there on or, or a good chair, then you just fill it with sudsy dishwater and 
put some plastic dishes in there. Or, hey, it's a great time for them to maybe wash all the baby's toys that have been in their mouth all day or um, stuff from their little plastic kitchen. I love that. Melt. Because it's like a grown-up sort of activity, they'll stand there and do it forever. So fun. Win-win. I love it. And how about making musical instruments? Now, is that just a thing from the 70s? Do moms still do this? No, my kids did it in a, it was like um, a gifted teacher's workshop thing they went to one summer and they made musical instruments as part of their lesson plan. With what? Stuff. Like they used um, whatever they had on hand, um, wrapping paper tubes or toilet paper, paper towel tubes, old beans. Like to make a shaker, yeah. small cans. Mm-hmm. They had to figure out, it was like a problem-solving engineering sort of thing. So you have to figure out how can you make something strum? Mm. How can you make something ring? That kind of thing. What can you blow into to make music? And then you do a little band. You can make a video and post it family of your band. band. Yeah. I love that. The Von Trapp family band. And here's a fave of mine. Forts, tunnels, and tents. All day long. You're home alone. <laughs> no one's going anywhere. That's what the couch is for. We had a couch with a folding bed. You know, the hide-a-bed. Oh, yeah. That's what they called them in the 70s. And the the headrest of that would lean up so you could kind of sit up in bed. Mm-hmm. That made a, a, a blank space oh, between like the back, back of the there. sofa yeah. and the head of the bed. And we would throw blankets on top and crawl down in there the springs and the yeah i was just gonna say no danger oh we told mom was like you did (laughs) yeah mom we did but these days my even my mom with my brother's young kids these three boys they make a fort in over the entire play like playroom the den where my dad usually sits to watch tv yeah they over they push chairs together with the coffee table and the sofa uh, now, like, something's going to get knocked over, and it's our. Some people get the heebie-jeebies when you're talking about this. I can just picture some parents but being blankets, like, "I can't, I, I don't like the mess either. I don't like the mess, but that's so easy. Just pick the blankets up, and you're done. Right, and it's it lasts also for hours. It does. It last can go hours. into the nighttime because <laughs> that's a fort. Mm-hmm. It's a tent. You can flash lights. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Eat your eat your lunch in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, we always we we had eight on the floor all the time. Yeah, we did too. It was a novelty. We did too. So this is an opinion question. We did not do this. I don't know if you did, but did you let your kids, when they were stuck at home, bring outside toys in? No. Like little scooters or ride-on toys or little bikes or the skates? Only, the only house we did that in was in Indianapolis. Very cold winters. Oh, right. Big snow. and Lots of snow. And we would bring the scooters into the basement. Okay, now if you have a big basement, yeah, that's different. and they would ride the tricycle and the scooters all around the basement. It was the basement was like big fun. All right, but you're not like jumping a pogo stick through the dining room. You're not doing that. Well, not a, not in the dining room. Well, I mean the sunroom. We had a swing and yeah, we would throw we would throw them through the inside. air and land them on the beanbag and stuff. Yeah, we didn't we really house kind of. I mean, even though we had some big. Like a long wooden hallway and stuff like that. I didn't really do rolling things inside very much. Yeah. I just, it was going to. The basement was different because it's a cement floor. Yeah. And it's a big open space and not a lot of furniture or anything in there. Yeah. So well, that's up to you. Whether you want your walls dinged up and your floors. <laughs> like, 
you know, you always redo it before you move. Whatever. We did do like cardboard down the stairs oh, to sled. Yes, we did stuff down the stairs mm-hmm. too. That's fun. That's a little, yeah, it's a little bit dangerous, a little bit risky, but it, that's it's, what kids need. Do it, do it with them. As long as we don't do it unto death, yeah. then it's probably all right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, this, talk about your surprises again, having a day of surprises. So it's interesting to find out what happens to us psychologically and physiologically when a surprise is sprung on us. So I found this woman. Her name was Tanya Luna, who's the co-author of the book Surprise, Embrace the Unpredictable. I said that word in the most unsurprising way. Surprise. (laughs) Surprise. Embrace the unpredictable and engineer the unexpected. And she breaks down the idea of why the unexpected feels so good and why it's good for us. So there's some cool things that go on in our brains when we get a good surprise, like a snow day or even a day at home with a minor illness. She says shock is just a part of the surprise spectrum. It's just one kind of surprise, but surprise is actually categorized as something unexpected or misexpected. So it's any time that you were wrong and your brain tells you about it. So you thought you were going to school. You were wrong. You're staying home. Yay! So when people are surprised by something or someone, Luna says that the human brain goes through the surprise sequence. So it's a strong neuro alert that tells us something is important about this moment and we have to pay attention. So our cognitive resources are basically hijacked and pulled into the moment. And that's one of the things that's uncomfortable for some people, but exciting because your attention is completely centered in the moment. Being surprised actually causes us to physically freeze for one twenty-fifth of a second. And after we freeze, surprises usually trigger something in the brain Luna calls find. It's a moment that causes humans to generate extreme curiosity in an attempt to figure out what is happening during a surprise. So interesting. Well, you know, you know, like I can think back as a kid. My mom comes in and says, school's canceled. And you're like, what? Wait, Pause. And then I'm like, oh, what do I want to do with my time? What am I going to do today? That's the find, right? That's the find. Am I going to call my friend? Can her parents drive her over here? Are the roads too bad? Mm. Or I'm going to hang out here with my brothers. What are we going to do? And do I get to have Campbell's ham and bean soup? (laughs) It's a simple child. (laughs) (laughs) I loved canned soup. I really bought into the canned soup. I ate a lot of Campbell's soup too. I ate a lot. There was so much sodium in that. I know, but hey. It set my taste buds for life. Chicken and stars was my thing. <laughs> so the next thing after the find is a shift. So if the surprise is something that forces you to change your perspective, then you have to change the way you've been looking at things. If I wasn't expecting you to surprise me or give me a gift, and now I've just gotten this pleasant experience, I have to change the way I think about you and maybe our whole relationship. So when we're surprised, for better or for worse, our emotions intensify up to 400%. So when we're surprised with something positive, we feel intense feelings of happiness or joy more than we would have without the surprise. Similarly, if we're surprised by something negative, our feelings of anger, despair, or unhappiness will also intensify because of the surprise. Hmm. Interesting. I know. I like that. Interesting. So give your brain a boost by planning ahead for the surprise of snow days, sick days, or just mental health days if you want to take them. Even the extroverts among us can benefit from and enjoy hunkering down at home from time to time. Yeah. So we hope this has been helpful and you can find some things to do the next time your child is sick or you get some snow days or unexpected time off. I just got a couple more fun grandma things in my 
yep. toolkit. Yep. Yeah. That's so fun. So you'll find a list of all these things on our website at justaskyourmom.com. And please, if you want to, please take five seconds to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you listen to us and share us with your friends and family. And send us those topic suggestions to justaskyourmompodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on Just, Just Ask, Ask Your, Your Mom. Mom.